This is a short bite episode of Homeschool Together. Hello and welcome back. It's a short bite edition. One of the things that we always hear um, that really helps people to get motivated are these like numbers and these achievable goals and you know, dovetailing that idea of having something that is attainable that we can cross off, we can count, um, dovetails nicely with the idea of reading to our children. Um, And you got some feedback from some listeners that are doing kind of these reading challenges. And we know this is for the very, very young kids, but I mean, I think this is applicable to, you know, any person or any young kid you may have a little bit older, maybe not the same quantity, but maybe at the beginning of the year, you may say, hey, my goal is to read 25 chapter books to my kid Mm -hmm. or whatnot. This was specifically a challenge for very young kids. So this would be like two yeah. to two to six, two to kindergarten. Kindergarten being well, six I mean, or seven years old. In infancy, I think. Yeah. That, so this was a, uh, a listener uh, put something on our Facebook group. If you haven't joined the Facebook group, I highly recommend it. There's a lot of really wonderful folks there. If you do one thing out of this podcast, <laughs> join, go, the Facebook join the Facebook group. Um, and she mentioned that there's a thousand books before kindergarten challenge. Yeah. So this is uh, a challenge to read a thousand books to your kiddo before they would start kindergarten or for us, you know, be of kindergarten age, you know, uh, five or six, depending on when your learner was born. Mm -hmm. And this includes rereading books. This isn't just like a one-time read. This so, could be, so when that kid gets really into, you know, Goodnight Moon and they want to read it like a hundred times, that Right. Counts. Like we've read Play With Clay, like, yeah. I don't know how many times, but I, we need at the least 50. Pout, pout, pout fish. Oh my gosh. Goodnight Construction Site. Yep. Uh, uh, little E. Little E, Little, little Excavator. excavator. Yep. Yeah, that was a, that was a, these are our, some of our daughter's favorite books. <laughs> so we've read a bunch. So this is really fun. This is a challenge. Um, and I think the whole theme of this is there's some really cool summer reading challenges too yeah. going on, right? We're just starting summer. Yeah. This is one. This is one that was going on with this listener's local library. And a lot of libraries have similar ones. So while we're doing this one with our younger daughter now, we thought this was great. So we'll pick this up and try to, I don't know, catalog, back catalog things we've read to her because she's now four. Our oldest is doing one of the reading challenges at our local library. Right. I think it's 20 minutes. Of what, how many times? Like well, 40 it's, or I, I don't remember what the I don't remember what the total summer reading. It's it's in 20 minute chunks. I don't remember how many total hours I mean, it like is over 40, the summer. It was like 40, 20 minute or 20, 20 minute periods of reading. Right. And then she'll get a free book from the library. She got a book last year. This year, the big thing is Pete the Cat. And if you listen to our episode on Monday, you know that she's very into Pete the Cat. So there's a Pete the Cat comic book is one of the, they have like this display at the library. It shows all the books they can get. Well, it's great this year. Last year, it was a lot of reading to her. This year, we actually turned the challenge around on its head and said, you have to do the reading. It's your reading time. Right. So this is really good. So she's really committed. She's like, she wants that Pete the Cat book yeah, so badly. Yeah, every time she does one, she like crosses off. Yeah. Right. Earlier tonight, I was like, okay, well, it's time for me to read your story for bed. She's like, mom, I just have five more minutes and then I'm at my 20 minutes. Can you just give me a few minutes? I'm like, okay, I mean, I'm, I'm good with that. So I think this is really fun. So that's a summer reading challenge with our library. And then this other one's a thousand books before kindergarten. So we wanted to just kind of talk about this idea of reading challenges. Yep. It's a really great way to motivate you you reading to your kids Mm -hmm. and maybe motivate you to read play with clay for the 18th time today. Um, and, and the idea of then your kids reading to themselves, this is a great time. If you Mm -hmm. haven't gone to your local library, see what they've got going on. And if you just want to take the challenge at home, you know, you could 
put a prize at the end of the summer or something for an older kid or, um, you know, a book that they want to get, something that uh, what we did last year with our daughter, uh, we did the summer reading challenge last year too. And at the end of the summer when she completed it, we got her a library card. Yep. And that was kind of how we celebrated like, ah, you know, you completed your challenge. So, you know, come up with what you want to do. But we want to talk about a couple of apps that would be really helpful to help you track your yeah. reading. So the first one is actually from the thousand books uh, before kindergarten people. They right. actually have a kind of a listicle app that will, you know, let you, you know, pick the book that you've read and put it in there and it will catalog um, uh, the book and how many times you've read it and whatnot. You had another one that yeah, was... Yeah, is that one, is that one just called a thousand books before kindergarten? I'll put a link in the show notes below. They also have some nice on their website, some nice lists of books that they recommend that you should read. So a lot of times it's hard to, you know, what do I read? You know, how many books do I read? They had a nice list there. It was like three or four pages long of classic books that you should probably read to your kids so you can have a nice if you need some inspiration inspiration you put them on on hold and you can have those books come in and you can just kind of check them off as as they come in those are really nice and give you a nice little breath of you know different types of books and see if there's something that your your kiddo likes another one was called the bean i think it was uh bean stack is what our library and appears that other folks their libraries are also using the bean stack app so you you can look and see if your library is using that one. I was able to log in with my library credentials. And that has, that has challenges and login capabilities as right. well. Right. And it has adult challenges too. Like uh, yeah. the one that our library has going on right now is read different genres. Mm. So there's a thing where you're just trying to get you to get outside your comfort zone. That's right. Read wide and shallow. Yeah, like I'm. That's, right. that's, that's me. I, I read wide and shallow. Yeah, you do. I never do. I'm. I'm pretty. Like I have a couple of categories I really like. Although right now I'm reading, um, uh, like a gothic, yeah. like a gothic horror, like a spooky. So we'll see how that ends up being good. If it is, I'll share with you guys. If it's not good, I'm too early to tell. So yeah. I'm not ready to recommend. But I, I'm deep in um the Watchmen. Again, I'm reading oh, yeah, a yeah. graphic novel by Alan Moore. So Beanstack, there's another app you can use. Yep. And then we were going to talk well, about... Well, the one I, I've been using for myself for the last five years is Goodreads. Um, mm-hmm. Probably have heard of that. You can. It's kind of a social media crossed with you know, book reviews mm-hmm. and then logging your books that you've read. I just love it to keep it as like a, a reminder of what I've read. When right. I, a lot of us, I know, we want to like kind of recommit to reading um, that's something that I wanted to do probably about five years ago. It was my big focus. We had so many books in our library that I've just never read. I was mm-hmm. just accumulating. I wasn't actually, I was sort of like the issue with a lot of homeschool parents with uh, curriculum. We kind of hoard curriculum and we don't actually curate. curate. We, curate we, it. we curate a lot of <laughs> curriculum. We don't actually use them. So I, I decided I was like, I'm just going to read all the books I have. Um, and I've been really focused on that every year. I, I have a whole shelf that I end up picking. I have themes through the year, whether it's sci-fi, fantasy, or nonfiction. I tend to do kind of like a, a historical study at the end of the year where I read a couple um, nonfiction books about a certain topic. I think last year was Civil War. Um, this year I'm doing um, some more pre- presidents. I'm just covering more presidents. Like um, I think I'm doing Jackson, John Adams. I did um, a little bit of Grant last year. And Bunch Lincoln. of old dead white dudes. Yep, yep. And so I, I'm just going through the presidents and going through, and then gobbling up the history along with that so i kind of like to structure things like that i was doing kind of like a classics period but i kind of just sprinkle the classics in as i'm reading now so i'm just fall asleep during all i know i'm just trying to read all the books i have and and as you notice i'm down to one little shelf you're doing you're doing well i I would fall asleep there's not enough romance or action going on in those books well i i I had accumulated (laughs) i had accumulated pretty much every stephen king book so I'm, i'm working through all of them 
Twisted, I'm, twisted. I have, I have we, a few more We left. digress. But anyway, on Goodreads, what I really like about it is that you can create these shelves. Um, and then you can, when you finish a book, you can rate it. And then you can log that you've read it and then choose from the drop down to add it to your shelf. And what's really nice is that you can kind of keep this rolling catalog through the year of what you read. And if you're at home with like, a, you know, one of your young readers and you want to log the books they're reading, it's really nice to be able to like, you know, produce that as a list of books. If you're doing any type of reporting, if you're doing any type of like, um, you have to keep a list of these type of things mm -hmm. for, for whatever rules your state has. I like using Goodreads to do that. You can also use one of the other apps that we've, we've recommended here. Um, but what's cool is you can create a shelf for the year. And mm -hmm. so what I always do is I create a new shelf kind of at the end of the year and I say, okay, this is for the coming year. And I just log every single, you know, thing I read on there. And I've been thinking about having my, starting to do this with my oldest now is like, let's start logging the books you're reading because whether they're audio books or actually books that we read to you in person, short stories, you want your Pete the Cat books. There's no reason why we shouldn't be logging these. And Goodreads right. has the master list of everything. Well, no, the thing I would like the most about Goodreads is the ability to see where something is in a series. Yeah. And so, you know, if our daughter's doing an audiobook or something, I can immediately, for some reason, Amazon's really difficult or, you know, mm -hmm. even the library. The library is, is awful at it. But the Amazon's not much better at being able to see like, well, what number in the series is this book? And what's the next one in the series? Mm -hmm. How many are in the total series? They're trying to get better at it. But really, Goodreads is the best way I've found because yeah. the moment you click on something that's in a series, you actually have, there's a link there that, that says whatever the series name yeah. is. And you can then see all the books in the series without seeing a bunch of superfluous stuff. You just see the series, which is really great. So um, I like to do that. And it's really helpful when our daughter's listening to an audiobook and she needs the next one in the series mm -hmm. that we can just look it up. The Libby app does a pretty good job at showing you the series as well. Um, if you're in the app, actually checking books out from your library, whether it's the ebook or the physical copy that will then be delivered, or if you're checking out the audiobook, you have the ability to go into the description and the title, and they have it listed there, all the other books that are related mm -hmm. to that. And what's really nice too, is if you find someone that your daughter likes or your, or your son likes, like an author, or they go, mom, you know, this audio reader is really good. I liked it you can actually do searches via just the narrator mm -hmm. and you can choose that as well. And you can choose even from a publisher that you may, you may like or a genre that they think they might be enjoy. And then their recommendations at the below is like, if you choose a book and you go to like the description of the book and you go to the bottom, they have a nice recommendation engine there as well. And I've found that to be very helpful. A lot of times my daughter will be, you know, at the end of a book and I haven't gotten her anything new or the holds are still waiting to come in. I'll just go into that last book, go to the recommendations and see if there is something that kind of sparks my interest. Mm -hmm. And what's cool is they will tell you if it's part of a series, it's like book two of you know the series. Mm -hmm. And you click on that, actually click on the book two, it actually then populates in Libby, book one, book two, book three, and you can do quick holds on all of them if you like the series yeah, or if you really want to get the next one. Yeah, a lot of cool features. So between all these apps, I think you should be able to find... A method that works. I also yeah, log my which one's right for you. Yeah, I also log my books on on um, Google Docs as well. So every book I read that I log on Goodreads, I have a corresponding list on Google Docs, and I don't know why I do both of them. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm frowning at him right now. I'm narrowing my eyes, and he's going. Mm, well, so do you I have a good reason for I, this. Sometimes, like if I'm reading a short story, 
it may not actually be on Goodreads because it was part of a compendium or it was like an anthology or something like that. And I'll just log it as a short story in my in my Google Doc. Mm, also okay. in the Google Doc, I have recommendations. Like for example, I was doing a master read of all Steinbeck's books. Steinbeck's like, you know, my Elvis. And <laughs> go ahead, laugh. Uh, so I was I wanted to hit the whole catalog and I had a few books that I hadn't hit. And so I had a nice list of those. So when I'm thinking of like, oh, I need to get a new book, nothing's on the hold or I haven't been able to get it yet. I'll just go down into my list of additional books that I, I should read eventually. Mm -hmm. And I keep like a nice master list there so I can just kind of cross things off. So I don't have to really think about it. I have kind of a little scratch pad there as well. And then I copy that that document every single year. So I have a whole nice running list of all the books I've read, all the short stories, all the novellas, you know, and then I have kind of a, a rating system that I keep on Goodreads that I can remember, um, you know, maybe when our daughter's older, she goes, oh, dad, you know, have you read that book? And you'll be like, oh, just go friend me on Goodreads and you'll see all the books I've, I've, I've read and then you'll see my ratings there. And I have kind of, a, I have a generous rating system because as, as, a, as a burgeoning author myself, I understand how, how, how you know, soft my heart is when I get reviews. Um, so I go uh, five is something that I keep on the shelf. Four was, hey, that was pretty good. Eh, it's good. Three, I didn't like it. And I don't go below three. That's my rating system. Yeah, that, three, that's not three, that helpful. Three people. is a. Di oh, I will do a two if I did not finish it. I'm like, ah, this is just not worth it. I throw, you know, I throw it in the goodwill box. Nothing gets a one. Nothing gets a one. One stars are. I'm are, a harsh rater. You're a very harsh rater. Yep. So anyway, so that's like kind of like ideas that maybe mm -hmm. can some ideas for summer reading sp challenges spur, spur your imagination. I think logging books and logging your reading. Um, to remember what you you have and, and, and keeping that as like a sense of accomplishments. I always enjoy that because, you know, when I do the Goodreads or I look at my on my sheet from the previous year, it's really fun to say, ah, oh, I read 93 books last year. And I was like, that was a great accomplishment. I was like a book, two books a, a week. And I was I was just churning you through that. You have too much time on your hands. I have way too much time, you know, being a stay-at-home dad and homeschooling. I, yeah, I moved through it pretty quick. Um but it is a nice sense of accomplishment. I feel like I'm reading more and I feel like I'm, you know, I'm understanding more and I'm learning, you know, learning whether it's nonfiction or fiction. Um, it's been really great. So I, I encourage everybody to do some type of logging, um, whether you're trying to do a challenge or if you're just trying to, you know, keep track of what you guys are reading, whether it's for homeschool reporting or just for um, the sense of accomplishment. I think logging your reading is, is will keep you coming back because you want to keep filling in more and more. Thanks so much for joining us today and making us a part of your homeschool journey. Please engage with us on social media. Join our Homeschool Together podcast group on Facebook and find us at Homeschool Together podcast on Instagram. We'd love to hear your feedback, questions, and recommendations. Until next time. Happy homeschooling!